Welcome to the Creative Land Podcast Network. Join us as we share our favorite RPGs, one-shot games, tabletop games, reviews of items, and convention panels, and other exciting things that we run into from time to time. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, assigned to Ragnarok Story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Hey guys, Jim here with Creative Plan Podcast Network. It is August the 8th, Obscure. So this is this the big bad obscure as the as it is described the not discovered or known about also meaning uncertain. So what I like with obscure is try to always keep your vil- your your big bad me- mega villain. Try to keep that big bad mega villain obscure. Whether you're doing the whole. Clouded Emperor Palpatine pretending to be, you know, you know, not Emperor Palpatine, but the Darth Sidious behind the curtain. And try to keep your, your big bad unknown to your players because two reasons. For me, one reason that I love keeping my big bad obscure from the group is you never have to worry about that horrible feeling when your big bad is horribly murdered by your players because they peg him in a corner and you can't get to his escape hatch. So if you keep the big bad obscure, you're basically letting your players kill a lot of cat's paws of your big bad. And you're not actually getting the villain himself taken out. So that way, you know, you always have that freedom of flowing around of who really is the big bad. It becomes that murder mystery feel where you haven't pegged down who the villain is. You're just pegging down that there is an ominous, dark, shadowy figure in in the background that is the villain. Until you're ready for your classic, you know, murder mystery style story to, to reveal who the villain is. Or all of a sudden, after the group have been fighting the evil vizier and saving the princess, all of a sudden on the castle battlements, you look up and realize when the big bad pulls back his shadowy cloak, it's actually the princess that they've been helping this whole time. So that way you get this shock and awe moment where the group has you know, probably got the vizier dead in his grave at this point. And to realize that he was not the villain, the victimized king is not the villain, but the princess is the true villain. Or you could do horrible things and just, you know, use doppelgangers, keep things mysterious that maybe your villain uses a bunch of doppelgangers on hand or changelings. Or if it's a fantasy setting, there are dozens of great spells that let your villain obscure his alignment to keep those paladins wondering. Or using magic messages that that way it's the classic Bruce Wayne and Batman in the same place at the same time. You can use magic to deliver a message to yourself at a place and be there on time so they can hear the big bad taunting, the, the big bad in disguise. So always try to keep your big bad obscure so that way the players are constantly guessing. Now don't make them paranoid. 
because paranoid players will slow down the game to, to go through logic trains to figure out who the big bad is, but try to keep things loose and fun. And sometimes just make sure you use, you know, the henchman is actually a big, loud, boisterous guy that attracts all the attention to use a different big bad as the power behind the throne. Because sometimes a great Moriarty villain, his job is to just be this scary presence that's known and felt but not seen. And it can be that maybe there is no Moriarty and all these villains that your party's running into are just saying they work for Moriarty because, well, they promised to tell the group who they work for and, be, and get let go of and go back to the nefarious purposes. Or worse, they say, I work for Moriarty and Moriarty is actually the vizier. And the group goes after the vizier to find out it's really the princess. Because, you know, maybe the princess has set up her own series of disguises. Like if you play Star Wars, in the Cypher book for Age of Rebellion, there's a lot of cool hollow tricks that spies and sneaks can use to disguise themselves, or put up false disguises. As well as you can always, you know, if you have a good slicer, you can leave false clues that go back to someone else's equipment and time and places when, you know, they should be the bad guy. But then you find out it's actually somebody totally different. You could set up a evil mastermind slicer, like if you're a fan of Knights of the Old Republic, you've got G-O-O-T, which is actually a giant betting droid who evolved through the years to become his own actual kingpin because he could slice the galaxy and set things up to make the end results he wants happen. And then, of course, G-O-O-T joins your crew if you play the game right. You know, slightly evil and ominous and all that good stuff. So don't be afraid to use cat's paws and minions in places of the villain. You can use disguises, magic tricks, simulacrums. You know, that's always a good one. Or as well as using clones and resurrection. I mean, that's one thing I do like in a lot of the games. Like if you play Android, you could have a clone of the big bad. And it can just be that you killed the real villain. And this is his clone who thinks he's the real villain. So then you get this great setup like Lex Luthor in many of the Superman comic books where Lex Luthor's killed and then a younger version of him pops up. It could be that your big bad's real plan was to have a backup plan, which a good villain needs to keep their true, true intentions obscure. So that way you can actually do the whole switcheroo of, you thought my plan was this, but my plan is really that. Like, if you're a fan of animated shows in the 90s, there was this great show on a TV show called Gargoyles. Great show on ABC, done by DreamWorks that the main villain Xanatos in the first couple episodes tricks the heroes into stealing and destroying his competitor's items so he can build a great and powerful MacGuffin. And because he kept his, his, his actual plan obscure enough, the group went along with it and thought they were doing the greater good because he set them up earlier that assaults on them and him were actually, he set it up himself against himself to put the players in the right place which you could easily do that with like a D&D &D group. Have a merchant set himself up to be attacked by the Black Syndicate or the Black Network. And you find out that these are actually hirelings he hired to set the group off to secretly be working for the Black Network. Now you have a paladin trying to do the right thing, working for the mob from a certain point of view. And it won't be until the big reveal that you find out that, oh, sorry, this has all been a setup. So keep things obscure, keep things moving. Just make sure that uh, your character, your players need to be familiar, 
like yesterday with the idea, but try to keep the true goals obscure because not every war is for the right reasons you think it is, and not every villain does what they do for the right reasons. Like, you know, sometimes people do bad things for good reasons. And for all you know, that villain you just saw do something horribly bad may have been manipulated by the bigger bad into doing it. Alrighty, guys. Like always, let's not keep this too obscure. Thank you for listening, and talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to D&D Journey of the 5th Edition, a member of the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And remember, be careful out there. There be dragons about. <laughs>